0: Welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast, where our soul astrology comes forward to help you manage your everyday life with forecasts and deep dives on natal charts and queer perspectives on the planets, transits, and more. A group discussion about upcoming transits with tips on how to read these transits in your own chart. Hollis offers years of wisdom and natal chart knowledge with Bright Hawk's positive perspective and Lacrosse's inquiry. We offer the Complete Queer Astrology Experience. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. Please help us by subscribing, sharing, and commenting, and reviewing. You can also learn where else Rainbow Soul is offered on our website at rainbowsoul.show.
1: Welcome, welcome. This is, I'm Hollis, and welcome to Rainbow Soul Vodcast. I'm glad you're here. And I am one of the astrologers here today. Um, I... Uh, offer private readings and coaching and teaching and I probably will be doing an astrology class this year, uh, sorry, next year after the new year. Um, So, you know, you can go to my website, my link is below if you're looking into that, okay?
2: Hi there, There. I'm Bright Hawk, author, artist, musician, storyteller. Uh, My book, The Dancing Hippo, you can get it at my website at brighthawkproductions.com. It's a gender neutral, really fun story about resilience. And
0: our friend. I'm LaCrosse Ortiz. I am the creator of the Fool's Journey Color Journal. And you can access them through the link below. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.
1: I started doing little updates on TikTok about what's going on astrologically. Uh, and
0: I'm doing terrible. Everything. I think I have like six videos that's it and
1: I'm trying I'm and trying. I try yeah
0: I'll try again and then blah yeah I'll do I it. can't keep up it's hard
1: <laughs> I'll get it um I think I think I'll be able to do it I've done one or a couple of videos but I want to try to do some more so um so my friends I want to invite you to have a moment to take a little meditation <laughs> Just take a little moment to ground your body, to ground your soul into your body and your mind into your body. Take a few deep breaths. body to float, to float upwards, you can even imagine yourself staring up at the night sky, feeling it get closer as you float in the ocean. safe and calm as you stare at the night sky, what kind of looks like a pitchfork facing upwards comes to you. Known as the pike that Neptune the god holds. This symbol symbolizes Neptune, the god and the planet in astrology. It has finally started to gain traction and go forward. And as it's going forward, you have been revealed, you can see. What you didn't see before. It is clear to you what was an illusion, what was not true, and what is truth for you now. Neptune is the ruler of. And you can see the fish jumping out of the waters, chasing each other. your visions, feeling like you're moving forward, your dreams are starting to manifest a little at a time, very slowly, but things are starting to unwind, starting to be a promise, starting to feel like you are actually getting somewhere. shoulder You just as you visioned it, and as your spiritual faith becomes a little bit deeper, a little bit more meaningful, Neptune slowly pulls back up into the sky in its symbol. to feel inspired and seen. And become present here and then here and now on Rainbow Soul Podcast. all right so if you didn't notice mercury is definitely headed towards the that's when i talk backwards so i always feel like my
2: brain gets dyslexic and my words and phrases come out flipped. yeah
1: just weird things like that happen sometimes like
2: you know well hello everybody and welcome to sag season
1: happy birthday to the (laughs) sagges your birthday is in the following week of this forecast yeah that's right yeah this would be the what is called the second deacon of
2: sagittarius and i'm in the third the very very last degrees seconds 29 degrees and something Mm. that's what a winter so deacons are
1: like sections of the sign so I think it's uh, 10, 20, 30 degrees. So it's, it's you know, each sign is about 30 degrees. And a deacon is like the first 10 degrees, the second 10 degrees, or the third 10 degrees. And each deacon has a different aspect of that sign. Um, I'm not completely familiar with all of them, but I know like if you have something in the beginning of Saturn in the ninth house, for instance, uh, sorry, um, Cancer in the ninth house, the beginning of that deacon is tends to be more religious, like religion, like Catholic, you know, whatever the religion is. The second one tends to be a little bit more mutable and less defined, and the third one tends to be a little bit more like Stoic or uh, Buddhist. So, um, so that's like, that's an, that's an example. Um, yeah. And do you know the ones in Sage?
2: Do you know them? I do. Okay. And um, part of what I wanted to say, and this is why people sometimes find, for example, the generic newspaper astrology where you get your horoscope for the day and you look at it and you go, that's doesn't relate at all. This is often why. Because when they're doing that, it's almost always based on the first deacon. And that's what we talk about in astrology. When we talk about the rulers, that's usually the first deacon. But if you look at the second and the third, if you're in the middle or the last part of the sign, it's really, it could have a very different flavor. I know a lot of Sagittarius that are at the first deacon of Sagittarius. And I'm at the, like I said, the very last degree so if you're in if you go in deeper, it's there's so much in astrology. It's mm-hmm. totally awesome how much you can learn. So what I've learned, I don't know the second because I'm not the second. But we know that Sagittarius in general is ruled by Jupiter, right? In the third deacon, it's the sun. The ruler is the sun. So okay. you're in your so you're I'm already so it took me a long time to understand that. And then they also talk about understanding the significance of the very last degree of a sign and the first degree of a sign. The first degree of a sign, they call it the anaerobic degree. And in some systems, because there's a million systems in astrology, uh, the more I learn, the more there is to learn. That's for sure. Whew. It's a steep, <laughs> vast Um Universe of knowledge and very, very old, and some very more modern and very interesting and very accurate. Like,
1: wow, how'd you mm-hmm. know that? But I find that no matter yeah. which way you go, it's all it all leads you to the same place. So, if you have something at like 28, 28, 29 degrees, maybe 27, mm-hmm. some people move it into the next um, house or sign. Um, so like, for instance, my Saturn is at 29 degrees Cancer. So some people might say, well, you're actually, uh, your Saturn is actually at zero degrees Leo, which is the next sign over. Okay. It doesn't matter anyway, cause it's on my MC. So one way or another, this is what I'm bringing the world. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's pretty much how this, how it works. Okay.
2: And we also
1: call that
2: point a cusp. And so it's, if you're born on a cusp, it's really, really good to look up. If you're 28, 29, zero or one degrees, all of those are, are within a cusp where there's a flavoring. And, and usually there is that destiny thing that we keep pointing to. If you're wondering what you're here for, if you haven't figured it out yet, some of these sometimes cusps point to you are here to master this. And it you circle it in the chart because it's so clear,
1: <clears throat> and helpful. Mhm. Yeah. And it, there's so many different, um, you know, different things, different ways you can look at your chart. And we're just sure. trying to give you some tips. Yeah. Some fun things to do if you want to look into that. Um, deacons are defined. There's a couple of websites that have deacons on there.
2: Absolutely, and there, that's one of the other things that I think is amazing about astrology is there are a ton of free resources Mm -hmm. if you want to learn you really there's nothing stopping you because there is so much available the three of us have a great time all the time checking stuff out and (laughs) sharing with each other
1: other sites that have really valuable information so have fun with it yeah it's absolutely meant to be fun and you know i'm just going to say the theme this week other than mercury going mercury actually starts going backwards this week Is that Jupiter? So as Mercury goes backwards, Jupiter starts to slow down, and Jupiter is going. Jupiter won't go actually retrograde till the end of the month, but it it does not move a single degree.
2: Oh my (laughs) gosh, it is
1: such a slow mover. So it's like yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) yeah, a month, and then
1: yeah, it'll be like that for
2: like two weeks. Now, Now we're going again. So, but the good news is, is,
1: so, and I'll talk more about that later. But essentially, whatever you've asked Jupiter for, it will start happening at the when it goes direct. So which is New
2: Year's. This is actually one yeah. of those times where having New Year's resolutions might mm-hmm. actually be a good thing.
1: Yeah, as long as you ask for it before and then. Often,
2: this with the astrology and the best time to do it is with an Aries new moon when mm-hmm. we sort of have our astrological new year for setting intentions but every new moon is an opportunity to set intentions and that's what we have this week we start off the week December 11th with a dark moon and it's going to be a new moon on the 12th um and new moons are always an opportunity to set new yeah
1: yeah um i noticed the moon up there in sag now venus uh what i've seen was that venus is sextiling mercury that's like the strongest aspect of the of uh it actually will be going on most of the week um that's very positive uh yeah i would say that you'd be able to communicate things that you want or need um you'd be able to act. For things that you want or need um you'd also be able to communicate well in relationships hopefully um, you're able to say i love you and things like that um mercury will go backwards though so be careful um as it starts to go backwards um that you don't you know i don't know say a double negative or something that your partner could take wrong okay And the other ones, uh, Mercury is still trining Jupiter. It was happening last week, I think I mentioned it, Uh, but it will come into a stronger trine as Mercury goes backwards now. So it happened last week and now it's gonna happen again. And this is what I keep talking about with, with this conversation with Mercury and Jupiter, with this interaction, I think I'm gonna call them interactions, with this interaction between Mercury and Jupiter, essentially you want to speak your wishes now Mm. if there's something you want I'm going to suggest that you say it out loud Mm. um don't just keep it to yourself although Mercury will go retrograde and there will be a tendency to like wish things silently to yourself but I think you need to say it out loud because Jupiter first of all responds better to that um when you say things out loud it's sort of like asking the universe for something right like we talk about it all the time energetically if there's something you really want you need to ask the universe for it and sometimes uh we talk about this sometimes in mediumship where people are like so do my dead loved ones know everything that's going on in my mind and i'm kind of like not really because they want to give you privacy so they're not going to like You know, listen to every thought in your mind. Maybe they could if they wanted to, but they don't. Um, And that's because I think that we need a level of privacy in our minds. But um, speaking something out loud to the universe, to God, to spirit, to your ancestors, whatever, when you speak it out loud, it's heard. And then there's a vibration that goes with it. And there's a vibration of speaking that carries your energy forward and then therefore you can bring those things to yourself um i notice that the things i think of don't normally happen um if i'm worrying about something quietly it will help if i say this is my fear or i'm afraid of or i'm worried about and then it's just an expression Um, And then if you also just say, I really want to manifest, I really want to lose 30 pounds, then if you speak it, write it, say it, whatever you have to do, somehow get that communication out. It will go better, especially when Jupiter goes direct at the end of the month.
2: That's so interesting that you say that, because what I noticed when I was preparing the charts was um there's very little air in the chart this chart is very much a chart i resonate with because it's a lot of fire and a lot of earth which is what i have in in spades <laughs> so um you know we all look at astrology through our own lens and i'm certainly owning up to that and i find that fascinating that it's you know what you just said because it's here we go again on if the themes point multiple times to the same mm-hmm. message.
1: To bring some air into the world, since we're lacking in it, <laughs> by speaking out loud.
2: Yeah, speak it. Don't spend a bunch of time in your head and thinking that's going to make a difference. That's what I get. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am one who likes to do, one who likes to, I'm happiest when I'm creating, you know, in sure. one form of another, creating music, creating art working on the wood you know whatever it is uh so that's very practical this kind of week is very practical for doing Mm -hmm. and manifesting and putting into action what you have already spent however long you've already spent in your head thinking about what you want to do you've Mm -hmm. done that now it's put it into
1: speak it out loud speak it say it do it I did notice that the sun is in conjunct Uranus, so that could be a challenge. Um, could just keep you from taking a step forward. There could be something, uh, a pretty large challenge could be hard to overcome to take yeah. your st- steps forward. In conjuncts, make me go, what's mm-hmm. that
2: gonna be? <laughs> they seem to um, have an energy of their own, and you don't, you just, your job is to figure out the thing in the moment is what mm-hmm. it always feels like with uranus yeah nothing you can prepare for that's what i've learned within conjuncts it's kind of like okay, hey, good to know all right we'll watch that you know <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right let's get to the new moon day so well mercury trying jupiter that's pretty sweet you want it, did you finish
1: talking about that yeah mm-hmm. it's that's what i was saying about mercury training jupiter if yeah. you want to make your wishes now Speak them out loud, whatever they are. In fact, um, you know, one of a great suggestion for people that um, aren't necessarily big into Christmas, if you get a Yule log, which is pretty simple, the hardest part is getting some way to put candles in them. So you need someone with like maybe a drill that can put a a hole in the log. It's not hard if you have the right drill bit. Yeah, if you have a drill bit, it's not hard. But if you don't have a drill, it could be difficult. But maybe you could take it to somebody that does have a drill and they could just drill three holes in there, put three candles in there, like taper candles. You could also just get a regular log and maybe put um, tea lights on there, okay? And then just decorate it with greenery and maybe some ribbons. And this is one of the things that I like to do. Is every time I light it, I try to at least speak a, um, a wish out loud. So one wish is for me, one wish is for my family and community, and the other wish is for the is for the world. Um, so, you know, you could try that, and I'm sure a lot of us would be wishing for world peace. So I'm just saying. It's a great way to celebrate the holiday without having to have a huge tree. It's just a little log that's on your table. You can light it or not light it. It's not a big deal. And then you're supposed to burn it sometime before spring or on belt So Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's a a way to a simple, easy way to do your own creative thing. But it's actually tied to a very old and ancient thing.
1: <laughs> it is. There's an article about it on my website. I have a blog post about
2: it. And it's it. so simple and wonderful. I love that shared intention mm-hmm. and wishes. So the moon, I just want to talk about the moon for a minute because we're um, headed into a new moon in Sagittarius. And you've often heard me talk about how when the moon is in Sagittarius, it sparkles. It likes uh, being in Sag. And um, probably because... Uh, cancer is you know the the it cool cancer it's you know it's definitely emotional and Sag is definitely on the playful side so there's that sparkle energy and of course Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter so um in on Monday the moon is in a square to Saturn and then it's in a sextile to Pluto and a trine to Neptune that, um um, carries on. And in the new moon, the new moon will be 20 degrees Sagittarius, and um, uh, Jupiter and Saturn will be having a conversation. So that's, a, and that conversation, as Nadia, that's her languaging. I think it's a great way to say it. Those two having a conversation, Jupiter's retrograde, and it'll be sextiling Saturn. So remember what we talked about when the moon is in a certain sign the ruler of that sign, it's answering to that sign. So, the moon is answering to Jupiter, that and Jupiter is in a sextile with Saturn. So, you see how that conversation happens? So, and all of that is very grounded energy, right? We have um, Jupiter and Taurus, and um, Jupiter makes everything bigger. Saturn is in its last degrees of um Aquarius or sorry is it still it's in Pisces there it's right in Pisces. zero degree, Pisces zero one now finally finally <laughs> I'm at zero my Saturn is zero degrees, so it's finally moving off um <clears throat> so that conversation is um is definitely happening uh so an opportunity to hopefully manifest a good structure going forward for yourself and um with all three of those players the moon jupiter and saturn
1: i feel like um on this day on the 12th it's really pushing us forward kind of like what you're saying there it's it's pushing us forward because the sun and the moon are trining the north node you know Mm -hmm. and this is about where you want to go and the moon does uh rule your intuition so if you're like i'm pretty sure i should do this this is the day you want to follow that i'm pretty sure okay so like if you're starting to feel intuitive about something the sun and the moon are coming on this new moon which is which i think is a new moon thing anyway that's what you're supposed to like kind of use your intuition on that day yeah
2: for sure and And then is
1: it you really want to be manifesting mm -hmm.
2: and of course a new moon ritual you can work on your What do I want to manifest for this next cycle,
1: two weeks, four weeks? This one will be very powerful because it's training the North Node. If you did a ritual. Really, really Mm
2: -hmm. great opportunity to Mm -hmm. help manifest. This is great manifestation energy. That's what I just keep getting is that we're bringing in that earth and fire. So whatever it is that you've been thinking about for a long time, what is it that you need to do? What are the, what are three things or what is the next thing that you know you would feel so proud of yourself if you did that one thing
1: yeah and to and with chiron trining the moon moon and mars that makes me think about whatever actions you take towards that it will probably be shedding old ways that that old ways of doing things that don't make sense anymore for sure so that's actually a really um it's actually a really great great uh manifestation but also like shedding there's a shedding feeling and um, with um, with Uranus in conjunct the sun, but now the moon joins it. So this makes me feel like emotional. There could be a little bit of emotional explosion, maybe about something you want or something you need to do.
2: Yeah, um, that dancing really close together, passing over Mercury and whatnot. I, you know, oof, can definitely go both ways, right? Right. And if you're feeling, feeling, uh, yeah. Yeah. We gave a lot of warnings last time about check out Mercury and Sag and mindful what, if you can take that breath and decide, do I want to react or do I want to respond? And how do I want to feel five minutes from now about myself? Right. If you can pause that long, you have mastered (laughs) a moment. (laughs) Good job. It's that lean back or lean away from the impulsivity we have
1: to right you know yeah venus and scorpio you know right. and that i noticed on the th- by the next day though that kind of like impulsiveness kind of fades yeah so, so I, I would give a breath for that so the impulsiveness tends to be on tuesday okay. maybe monday yeah, but t- I would t- monday tuesday if you're like me and you have uranus on the ascendant which is very possible if you're non-binary or queer <laughs> or something Okay, um usually non-binary people have Saturn on the Ascendant, but not always. That's not the only way. It's just one way. You said Saturn, you meant Uranus. Oh yeah, I meant Uranus. If you have Uranus on the Ascendant, uh you probably are non-binary or queer or something. You're a revolutionary for sure. Um, but anyway, if Uranus is on your ascendant, you might be you might feel it on Monday, but um mostly everyone else um will probably feel it on Tuesday. Okay um and it will just be a little bit of impulsive like you might want to impulsively react so um but uranus is still retrograde so um when uranus is retrograde it makes me think about thinking about things reflecting on what we have done or not done Mm. now mercury retrograde um actually happens on this day like mercury actually starts to go backwards now it's been slowing down to do this for like a week so you might have already started talking backwards and um you know because i'm a virgo i'm ruled by mercury so i tend to feel it early um i also tend to get out of it earlier than others i notice. yeah we've, but we've become more and more aware of of
2: but how it rolls into our how right. that tide comes into our mm-hmm. <laughs> experience mm-hmm. and i'm a mercury retrograde so we both notice it more on the on in the, the beginning the shadow side of it the first two mm-hmm. weeks of the shadow period you and i are both going up ah, there it is and then usually as it enters retrograde and full-on I think I become more relaxed on this. Well,
1: life. I think it's interesting because you have Mars in Virgo and I have Mars in Gemini and both of those signs are ruled by Mercury. And uh-huh. so Mars tends to be super fast mm-hmm. and tends to be ahead. Um, it, it moves really fast. It's not always a good thing, okay? <laughs> like people are like, oh, you're," bra-. I'm like, I'm not bragging because sometimes I run ahead and I'm like, like I'm the type that jumps in headfirst, and I really shouldn't. Okay, so that's that's where Mars can kind of go wrong. But Mars in Gemini and your Mars in Virgo is probably what makes us like feel it earlier, but also finish before everyone else. So it might depend on where what's in Virgo or Gemini for you, okay? Because that's where Mercury, that is where Mercury rules. Okay. Yeah that's so point that out or if you're a she's a virgo rising i'm a virgo sun so you know okay um so that will really depend so mercury mercury rules both of them gemini and virgo so if you're either one of those signs rising moon you're gonna feel it stronger than someone that's let's say a taurus uh sag rising or something like that okay so like they they they're not gonna feel it as intensely as the Virgo is going to. Okay, and um I noticed that the Moon was sextiling uh Saturn right now. So the cool thing about that <clears throat> is that that's
2: very positive because the Moon has entered Capricorn, and remember how we talked a couple weeks ago about how there are four different positions you know that the a sign can be in, exalted. You know fall right Mm -hmm. Uh, so the thing about when the moon is in capricorn it's in its detriment it's the opposite of cancer so it's Ah, in a detriment mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so it means that it's not strong right because capricorn is the least emotional sign in the zodiac and the moon is the most emotional sign in the zodiac most emotional planet yeah most emotional planet right So you get how that works, right? So when the sign opposite the ruler is, it's always called usually detriment. Hmm. So for the moon to be in a sextile with the ruler of Capricorn, which is Saturn is a very positive, like saves the day kind of makes nice with, um, saturn and of course saturn is a very powerful planet a very big cold planet you know and so uh tends to do with
1: our systems and how we do things and our foundation
2: yeah so if you um have something going on at work uh this could be a good day things might go your way um depending on what house it's in for you i can't it's, it's too i don't like to make too big a generalities without everybody's chart is so different um but moon sextile saturn i would say things will go well at work and um and that's a positive it on the challenge side the moon is also squaring neptune but squares remember are well which way is it are you going to go left are you going to go right are you going to say yes are you going to say no and Uh, so, yeah, that's also going
1: on. Yeah. So I was thinking about that, that Saturn, um, the way Saturn is. So you should look at where Saturn is in your chart. And I would also pay attention to what is that or what is in Pisces, uh, for you because Saturn will be visiting it. Mm -hmm. So Saturn will be asking you, is this your foundation? Is this who you are? Is this what you want to be doing with your life? Okay. Okay. So Saturn's going to be asking anything you have in Pisces that's at one degrees Pisces now, and in the next couple of years, it's going to be moving over top of everything in Pisces. Okay, so and Pisces is ruled by Neptune, and Neptune is there, but we'll probably move out of there before Saturn um, before Saturn approaches it. So um, now the moon. on the third on Thursday the 14th Mm -hmm. um I noticed that the Mm -hmm. I'll let you talk about the moon but the sun is sextiling the south node which is actually really great because you probably will realize there's some things you need to let go of or move past or not do that anymore maybe I need to not celebrate the holiday like that anymore maybe I need to stop buying this kid's socks okay but whatever it is, <laughs> you'll hopefully realize that that's not what you're supposed to be doing. So it will be it will be a good realization. It'll probably be about where you came from or um or your history of somehow uh and related to where you're going or what your dream of where you're going is. Cause the sun is in Sag and it's very much a dreamer um, as a result. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> hi, hi, hi dreamer. Like hi, um Aspirational. Yes. Yeah. the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for. Yeah, they for. actually have great aspirations. Yep. Uh so on the 14th, uh the moon is uh sextiling uh Venus. It's also in a square to Chiron. So what does that mean? It, square to Chiron means you might have a choice to make around your health. You might know what the choice needs to be, and now you have an opportunity to say yes to it. Are you gonna follow through on that thing that you know would help you? Mm -hmm.
1: say yes one less cupcake
2: say yes to you um the moon is also you can see you know it's passing over it's uh mercury as well so again that brings emotionality into the the picture and in your communication careful what you say careful who you say it to
1: um yeah, I would be careful, period. Well it's Mercury retrograde time, time to watch your words. You just yeah.
2: Misunderstandings just feels slippery, like they can happen faster than you can realize. I didn't mean it. I I don't, I, you know, <laughs> stop screaming at me. <laughs> but on the good hand, on the on, on the positive, I like to talk about the positive with the moon. It's in a trine to Uranus and a trine to Jupiter. And so those are really sweet. That's really, you know, some untold blessing can happen. And that's when I love to say, I'm willing to be delightfully surprised because you get what you expect.
1: (laughs) Some surprises, maybe. So, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, if you just help the universe understand delightful and you hold in your head, and your heart, what delightful really is, um and trust the universe that, that it has a way of working out better than you could ever ever plan uh ask for you know proposition the universe i want it this way nah just be willing to be delightfully surprised there's a nice uh energy with uranus and jupiter and that could be something really sweet you didn't see coming
1: right yeah beautiful on friday um the sun is going to trine the north node so that's pretty much it's going to push us forward into whatever we're been manifesting for the last few weeks and the sun's just going to go okay it's time to go forward now along with neptune pushing you forward your dreams and visions are really starting to manifest and come true things are starting to make more sense maybe you're finally seeing especially with neptune direct um and and you know your vision your idea of whatever you've been seeing Is probably you're starting to see how it could all come in, especially with the sun and Sag. You probably have your own ideas and philosophy about that um, and making it manifest through the North Node. Because the North Node is where we're headed. It's it's what we're doing. And that's down in Aries. So it's very much about taking action. And with Mars right behind the sun, it's just going to push you there. Now, Mars is trining chiron in in a a perfect uh pretty much a perfect uh trine on this day on the 15th so um mars is likely to have you take actual action maybe you thought about it yesterday on the 14th or the 13th and now you're actually taking steps towards that manifestation and you know that could really help and you know mercury is still trining jupiter So make sure you're saying what it is you want to manifest as you step forward with your Mars. Um, Mars can sometimes be extra fast. And, you know, we can sometimes go too fast, especially if we have an interesting place, Mars. Um, And so sometimes it can just make us go too fast. So even if you're going too fast, just remember to speak exactly what it is you want.
2: And mind your words. (laughs) Because the moon, is you can see, just conjunct passing over Pluto. So the innermost planet, the moon, the innermost and the outermost, mm. big transformations. You can't always see them till the rearview mirror. And then you understand, oh, my God, that's when that started, which created this, which created that, which meant <laughs> That's Pluto, big transformation. All of us experience it. And so the moon is passing over there. And that is, you know, again, just kind of mind your words. Pluto, of course, rules Scorpio. That's why I say, mind your word, because Scorpios have a way of speaking truth and sometimes (laughs) stinging, speaking truth in a way that can have a sting to it. That, um, you know, sometimes it's, well, so what? And sometimes it's ooh, I didn't mean to do that.
1: With Venus and Scorpio right now. I'm just boy. saying. Just saying. <laughs> so that's, that's that's what I see with that yeah. Pluto over the moon
2: and Scorpio, you know, with yeah. Venus. and
1: yeah. by Saturday, I feel like things um, you know, like things got really positive there for a couple of days, Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday, they stay pretty positive. The positive aspects, um become more apparent I can't remember um Nadia pointed out what that triangle there pointing at the moon is it's a positive aspect it's It's t-square no no the blue one the one that's trines I can't remember what she called it okay um but um it's a the you can see that you know see how the moon is sextiling Mars and sextiling um Chiron and then they're trining each other yeah Mm. that little blue triangle yeah that's a aspect but I forgot what it is okay so anyway um the moon is really doing most of the talking on this day although I will say that Mercury um Jupiter is still asking for your wishes and Chiron um Chiron is you know still communicating with the moon but Neptune is squaring the sun and that could be be a little speed bump in your visions and your dreams on Saturday. So, you know, if you have a little speed bump, don't worry. It's not going to last very long because the sun never stays still for very long. So, um, so it won't, it won't last that long, but mostly it's the moon talking on this day. I noticed. Yeah. Mostly the moon and a bunch of aspects.
2: Yeah. And the moon is sort of mediating a conversation. That's a T square. Between um, Venus opposite Uranus. So again, this you could make this a. I'm willing to be delightfully surprised, and maybe it'll be a good surprise. Um, I'm just gonna say, go with you get what you expect. So try try to see it as a good thing. Don't don't be afraid of change, and it's mediated by the moon, which means emotional. It could be an emotional thing, whatever goes down, Venus, Uranus, and the moon, that is an emotional conversation, no matter which way you slice it. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that it's a a, a, a good one, not a, a big conflict blow. Maybe
1: it's just something you need to speak so that your relationship can shift in a better way. Squares are overcomable. They are challenges, but they're overcomable. So then that essentially means that it, sometimes it just requires an attitude shift or a perspective shift.
2: Yeah, I could see that, especially the Venus square, the moon part makes me go exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, there's that, there's that, wait, is this worth it? Is this worth getting dug in? Uh, this Is this opinion worth right. my ag- aggression? You know? Right. Uh, and maybe
1: even um, since um, since the Mars is textiling the moon, your action would be would speak louder than words right now. Well said. Saturday your actions will speak louder than words. Yeah okay And yeah. that's that's common in relationships. Yeah I will say that um, in my experience, actions always speak louder than words whether that relationship is a friendship, a business relationship, Or romantic relationship it doesn't seem even with children parent child relationships actions always speak louder than words
2: yeah i feel like when i learned to make my word golden that i felt a lot better about myself
1: yeah that's a very true it's a very true saying yeah um on sunday um you know the biggest thing that i noticed was that Chiron is going to become in conjunct with Venus. Venus is going to move into a position where she's in conjunct exact with Chiron. Um, and I just feel like this is a little bit about where we came from, material goods. You might have to let some things go, like material goods or something, um, or you might have to become unattached to those things somehow. Um but also uh, the trine between Jupiter and Mercury retrograde now also becomes uh, perfect, perfected while Mercury is moving backwards again. So it was already here and now it's becoming almost perfected and will become perfected Sunday night. Um, and so when that happens, uh, it's very much about your internal world. So even if you're just speaking your wishes into the mirror, try to speak them out loud. Even if you're just telling a tree that you really want to get better at exercising, take care of yourself better, la la la, whatever it is, um, you need to speak it out loud. Um, and then, you know, because Jupiter is slowing down, it's stopping and it's listening to what you want because it's going to go forward. Um, And it will be going direct on the 30th. And it will be in its shadow area. So it will review all of these things that you've been wishing for since like September. Um, All of those things will start to manifest coming true between the 30th and March. So, So I would be definitely paying attention to that. And the other really important thing is Neptune squaring the sun. Again, that's a challenge you can work through. Um, it's very much about where you're headed and your visions in relation to that. So you might need to shift your vision a little bit. Maybe, maybe have to shift it. Hmm. What's the is the moon active that day? Well, the
2: moon is in Aquarius, and so the moon in Aquarius is going to answer to Saturn as the traditional ruler and Uranus, and um, and so. You can see it's about to be conjunct Saturn right there. It's going to pass right over that. So that's who it's having a big conversation with. And it's moving from Aquarius to Pisces. And so, you know, and Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I, we, we keep talking about Saturn and Uranus is what it feels like. And that your job is to pay attention to your job in this world. Saturn Mm -hmm. is about the job, the structure, the system. Um, What are you supposed to be getting done and getting it done, you know? Mm -hmm. Remember, Saturn, while sometimes we, I hear a lot of people afraid of Saturn, myself included. And it's because there's an inner knowing. Of there are certain things I need to get done, and I need, and they're mine to do, you know, where there's no passing it off on someone else. It's like there's only one you, and there's certain things you know, no one else, you don't need to respond to anyone else. Your inner knowing about what it is you're here to do, and you want to get done in this life, in this soul journey. So that's part of what I think and feel when. I think about saturn and here's the cool thing if you're doing those things if you're listening to that inner calling if you're paying attention and taking steps in the direction of your dreams in the direction of your purpose manifestation um what you're here to give what right on because saturn will reward that in my experience amazing things can happen if you do the work mm-hmm. And people that I don't see doing the work are the ones that I see frequently. Don't judgment. I'm sorry that it's your experience having a super freaking hard time. Mm -hmm. And we all have a hard time from time to time and we grow from those experiences. But that's, there, there we go. (laughs) My current experience with Saturn, I have a lot
1: of it. (laughs) Yeah, well, Saturn's (laughs) like sitting on your Saturn.
0: Set of returns.
2: So, what about you, Lacrosse? What do you think of all this?
0: Well, we're still with the owl. One more week after that, and that's it. Um, but uh, it's interesting how we're talking about vision and manifestations and things that you want. And um, the owl has what they call 3D or binocular vision. Okay, which means they can zone in on what they want and get it with precision which makes sense that here we are in this new moon and you're saying we should manifest it out we should speak it out so it kind of coincides with the out zone in on exactly what you want and manifest so that way you can manifest it with precision it's not just speaking what you want into existence because i mean you could do that any day but it's more about the precision this is exactly what I want, and this is how I want to manifest this, and that'll make it more, I don't know, I guess more successful, you know, you know, it's it's more about the precision, and I think that's, that's what's standing out to me, you know, like, yeah, definitely speak it out, you know, but know what you're really speaking out, really be, because it's depth perception too, that Al has depth perception. So know exactly what you want, because that's going to really, really help you manifest that. So yeah. And with the, with the, especially with that alignment, I mean, a hundred percent get greedy. I want this. I want that. Like literally know what you want and put it in your little bowl, you know, so that way you can harvest that later. So that's what I'm getting from it.
2: I love that, because when you think about the precision of an owl, you're 100% right. They have such a higher hit rate uh, as a predator than, say, a cheetah yeah. or a hawk even. Yeah. Their hit rate is, like, super high Yeah. And, uh, compared to, you know, almost any other predator. It's amazing.
0: Absolutely. So I guess take advantage of this point, you know. Yeah, and- really really take advantage and know what you want yeah
1: okay so everybody wish for world peace okay please absolutely
0: <laughs> with no precision feelings. we want it with <laughs> precision <Right. laughs>
1: we're done with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for real um yeah so i just feel like um i i that's pretty cool i feel like the the owl um that's why they kind of just sit in a tree and watch mm-hmm. until it's time and uh, that patience even the patience of the owl yeah Um, the patience of being able to wait until the perfect moment
0: yeah kind of like we're talking about the mercury and jumping into it and that's hard to sit there and say wait not yet I think of like those old movies where it's like they're going to war and the guy's like hold hold you know before they actually go so it's kind of like kind of like that you know just hold weight because the longer that you you process it and really get detailed and meticulous about it the better the chances are you're going to really get what you want
1: right yeah especially when you get detailed about what you want yeah um make sure you are detailed yeah for sure be clear about what it is yeah Okay, well, let's do a little uh, tarot reading. Um, I'm going to use the Love is Love deck or the Pride deck. And um, essentially, um, this deck is... Each card is done by a different LGBTQ artist, okay? And so we have the Three of Pentacles, which is... um, which is really about support. This is about the people around you. And this is a reminder of how many people support you, who's around you and how they support you and how they love you just the way you are. That's exactly what this is about. You know, this is this is about the people who truly love you and that you should remember that they are a resource to you. So um, they want to help you. They want to support you. So remember who your resources are. Remember who your support circle is. Remember who wants to help you. Keep that in mind um, going forward. And the next part is the here and now, and this is pretty much about strength and going forward. This is very much about going to get what what you want. Um, this is also about uh, pr- about being present, um, being present in what you're nurturing. And that's why I say it's very much about what you want because, you know, the this is about the gender variance of seahorses and seahorses, male seahorses tend to nurture the baby. They the baby is actually made in the female and then she drops it off with him and uh, he holds it and nurtures the child until it grows and then uh, let the baby seahorse go and then the female comes and inserts a new one (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's where she puts her eggs so it's kind of opposite the way humans work Um, and that's the interesting part I think about seahorses and I think that's why a lot of trans men identify with the seahorse um, because a lot of trans men have um, babies Um, not all of us but a lot of us and that's what this is about. This is—it's not just about your babies. This is about what you're nurturing. What are you taking care of? What are you focused on? Um, and whatever you nurture grows, right? This is a reminder of what you nurture grows, right? Because Jupiter, although it gives you things, it also—it also, it also uh, expects you to do the work. <laughs> you know, Jupiter's going to expect you to step up. So this is about. Um, this is about nurturing, okay? This is the Knight of Pentacles. So it is all, all about where you're headed and what you're doing, okay? And in the future, coming up, this is interesting because, you know, what we were just talking about is, you know, who are my resources? How Who supports me? What are my resources? And then what am I nurturing and how am I nurturing that? And then this is about balance. <laughs> this is about figuring out the balance of things okay, I have to take care of this, and I have to take care of that, and you're trying to balance everything, and I think that's how this becomes incredibly important. This is the temperance card. This is very much about balance. This is about keeping things in balance, um, and about knowing which way to do, um, which way to do things. Uh, A little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, (laughs) um, it's an interesting thing, balance. Um, I will say like recently I've been trying to organize my space, but I can't do it on one day. Right. Cause it would, I don't know, probably take three days anyway. And so, um, so, you know, you do a little bit each day, a little of this, a little of that, and that's how you balance things. Right. So you don't have to take three days off work to clean your house. Right. So, you know, so remember um, that remember your resources, remember to use your resources. Don't forget about them because those are people and things that want to be there for you. These people want to help you. And if you ever offered someone help and then they never come and ask for it, you feel like, I guess they didn't really want my help or I guess they didn't really like me. You almost feel a sense of rejection, right? And, um, and so don't, when you think about, like sometimes people are like, well, I didn't want to bother them. And I'm like, but they offered you. So if they're offering you, then you should um, take advantage of that. You should say, hey, remember when you said you would help? I I was hoping that you would help me with this. And then they're honored to help you and they feel like they can support you. And I think that's part of the human connection. I think that's natural. I think you're supposed to do that. So, um, but you know, don't don't take advantage of people but also at the same time if someone offers you help don't be afraid to go ask for it just cuz you think they're too busy let them let them say no if that's what they need to say okay and now this is about what are you nurturing so tap into your resource group so that you can nurture whatever it is and make sure that it's authentically you and that you're bringing it forward in the way that you bring it forward Um, even in its uniqueness, because if you notice the seahorse is a unicorn and that's, that's a symbology for unique. Okay. And so you want to really tap into the nurturing of things and the strength that that takes and the follow through, because that's really what this is about. The Knight of Pentacles is very much about fight, follow through, and that's going to lead us to balance. Okay. So just do your balance, find ways to balance these things, be prepared to balance things as you go, I wished for that, and now it's coming true, now I have to figure out how to balance all these things, holy shit, okay, so, so um, that's happened to me, it's happened to me, Mars, yeah, Mars puts me in that situation a lot, so, um, so I'm just going to say, be ready to balance, try to figure out the balance of things, all right? So, I want to thank you for listening
2: today. Yeah. Thank you so much. I hope everybody has a great week as we head towards winter solstice. We're not there yet. That'll be next week. Soon. Almost
0: there. Almost there.
2: Almost. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. How's your week going?
1: Yeah, let us know. I love hearing about it. And um, I love your comments, and um, and we love hearing from you, and I just totally appreciate you. Please share, like, comment, whatever, and uh, let us know what you think, okay? Or what's happening with you, Mercury Retrograde? Yeah. Did you notice when it went? Did you notice when it went backwards, or did you notice before it went backwards in the shadow? All right?
0: All right. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this week's Soul Astrology and subscribing, liking, sharing, and reviewing. We hope you enjoy this dose of Soul Astrology and encourage you to embrace the week ahead with an open mind and heart so that you may integrate the deepest of lessons from the stars. Take a moment to step outside and honor the planets, stars, and moon in the sky with your heart. Integrate the messages that resonate and leave the rest for someone else. We deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Always remember that you are a perfectly unique human with an exclusive star map of your destiny, your soul purpose, and your heart's desire. Thank you again for tuning in to Rainbow Soul.